Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best value for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. David Beard, CRM Principal, and Jeff Richards, Head of Training Program Development for Sage CRM, spend time chatting with customers, resellers, and others about Sage CRM in action around the globe. In this episode, Anthony talks about how CRM can not only be quickly installed, but also easily managed and owned by customers, the unique challenges that operate for their company on the African continent, and more of stories of stage CRM in action with their own customers. Most most people, when, when they're thinking about, are we going to support a particular customer outside our ge- geography, is, is the time zone issue. How do you, how do you manage that? I think what we rely on is two, is two things which help a lot. One is really equipping the, the client with skills to do their own kind of first level of support. I think that's quite critical. So the great thing about CRM is it isn't even an, as an administrative tool, it's quite easy for a customer to learn. They're not entirely, they're never going to be entirely reliant on us. I mean, some of our clients, they hardly ever call us, you know, because it is a great tool. There's a lot of self-help available on the tools, a lot of help on board and, and they can do a lot of that support themselves. And then in many of the many of the regions we work in other countries, um, we, there are other business partners that also provide a level of support and uh, face-to-face uh, contact with the client. So although we may implement and we may supply it, we don't do all necessarily all the work or, or all the support going forward. You mentioned this idea of, you know, it can be self-supporting and some customers never call. I'm, I'm guessing you're going to also say it's because you build good stuff, right? It's not just that they can look things up quickly. You've got, to, you've got to build a robust solution. So you've got to build it in a way that's flexible. And it's so part of that thinking around making sure that you do spend time with the customer, understanding what they're trying to do, how they do it, what's wrong, what isn't working, what is working. Because I think yeah. a lot of, um, uh, and again, I, I'm, I'm running very close to Jeff's last sweeping everything into one pile story, and I don't want to do that. But I think a lot of reseller partners who come from the world of accounting I'm more used to thinking in something you can just box up and ship out and it's good to go. Whereas I think the evolution thinking that you've described is important, isn't it, to CRM? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For us, it's it's more of a platform than it is a box. You know, it's not a box solution. You can't just put it in and, and walk away. You know, it's not even just put it in, implement and walk away. There is, I think it's important that there's a level of engagement down the track. So when I say they never call, they never call, not never call, but they really call for support. But what is yeah. important is to engage on an ongoing basis because business changes and the system is really flexible enough to enable that and to empower those changes, to allow them to grow. I think that's what's, that's one of the huge benefits of it is the flexibilities. I think it's understated very often or under, not, not well understood very often. What I'm interested in is to, to think about the environment in which you're carrying out your business. Most of the conversations that we've had so far have been within uh, the either the European environment or the North American environment, and, and there are there are particular challenges and there are particular advantages of doing business uh, in each territory. South Africa, I know a little bit about because I have visited there. Um, I've done business, and uh, we've also got family. I know that you work with a particular set of challenges when it comes to geography, power supply, and all sorts of, of, of particular market conditions. What, what do you think are the broad technology trends that uh, business in South Africa are facing, but also then specifically how local conditions 
are influencing your choices on the adoption of technology? It's a very good question, Jeff. Um, it's not a simple one to answer, I don't think. And, and I think a lot depends on what industry specifically you're working in. So you're obviously talking what you're referring to a lot. And I don't know if a lot of listeners are aware of this, but we have we have an interesting concept in South Africa and a lot of countries in Africa called load shedding. What that means is there's often power interruptions and sometimes they're planned, sometimes they're not so well planned. So, you know, we might be sitting in a in a meeting on a Zoom meeting and suddenly, you know, there's no power. Uh, and that cannot last for two hours, it can last for four hours. So I think the one thing that drives towards is really cloud adoption, or at least at least a form of cloud adoption, whether it be a fully cloud solution or even just a, a private cloud solution, I think is, is where a lot of customers are moving towards just to provide that level of uh, redundancy. So that it be, I think what's also happened is obviously in the last year with the COVID lockdowns, we've been in lockdown, effectively various levels of lockdown in South Africa since a year ago almost. Since I think March last year, we've been in lockdown. Um, so we've been effectively working remotely and from home for the last year. So there's some benefits to that because it means that you know if there are if there's load shedding, people can you can actually go somewhere else and work where there's power as long as you've got a, your system is hosted or in the cloud to some degree. So that is definitely a big driver. Is this move from you know an on-premise solution, which a lot of clients have to moving, even if it's on-premise solution, moving it to a hosted environment or to some form of a data center. But there definitely is a big driver from clients to move towards cloud solutions. There's no question about that. Um, there's definitely been a big a big drive towards towards that as, 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 a, as, a, as, a, as an important step for them. Do you think that Sage CRM has been able to provide a, the tools or the in, it's had the internal resources to allow you to meet all of those challenges? Yeah, I think so. I think the fact that it is a web-based uh, solution, that it can be deployed in the cloud, in a private cloud or in a hosted cloud, I think fulfills those challenges. And I think it does it very well. I think if I look at the clients we have had, I mean, we've been we've been able to work remotely right from the good go. It's, it's created very, fortunately for us as a business partner, it's created very little disruption. And for many of our clients, it's created uh, very little disruption as well. Um, I mean, there's obviously was some work involved in, in enabling their, their, their staff to work remotely, but they were all able to do it quite quickly, whether it be through, you know, many of them deployed VPNs quite quickly and were able to work remotely. The power interruptions is a challenge and sometimes con the connectivity is a challenge as well. So in some areas, connectivity is better than, it, than other areas. We don't have fiber in everywhere, even in Joburg necessarily. So connectivity sometimes can be a limiting factor. But on the whole, I think many of our clients have been pretty productive even during this time. I want to take you back to some of your other customer stories there. Um, you know, you talked about low management systems. I know you've done a lot of work with customer portals as well, which is sort of neatly, I think, segues from the whole data online portal access. Can you tell us a bit more about a few of those? Yeah, it's interesting that because I was, uh, you know, some of the other podcasts have been talking a lot about the back office, the front office, and, you know, what do you call customer facing self-service? customer office so where we've done quite a bit of work is in things like membership and registration type tools so crm is quite good at, 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 at a membership tool because it has the, the ability to manage the documentation and manage the process that you would need to bring a member on board so one of the systems we built is to manage um, um, organizational membership um, for a medical aid fund so they every 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 service provider or medical provider needs to register with that fund and to be allocated a practice number in order to practice in the country. So we built, we used CRM and we actually did this together with a partner in that country. This is outside of South Africa. 
Um, they built, they actually did the CRM work to do the workflow because it's fairly, you know, that's not too complex. And we focused on building the front end portal to give the customers the ability to log in, capture data, go through that process. And it's quite a complex, about a 10 page portal to capture data. And I think it talks a bit to, 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 to Jeff's question as well about some of the geographical challenges. I mean, you know, in countries that are quite well, you know, so some of the African, some, in some countries, there's large distances you have to cover. So instead of someone having to go into a central office, travel, you know, eight hours to get to an office to submit documentation and complete an application form, they can do it online in a matter of minutes. And those are some of the challenges which I think it's, it's helped to solve. I'm just wondering, do you find yourself, because you've already mentioned that stats involved in, in your loan management, you've got medical, do you have governmental as well as part of the, the solutions that you're providing? Yeah, so we do have some we do have some government clients, kind of clients in government, some in loan management. We've got a couple of clients, parastatal or government clients that run loans and provide loans. And we also have we've also built some other types of solutions in, for government type companies. Another one is them is an, is an application type or membership registration function for managing subsidies. So it also uses CRM in the background to manage a subsidy process with a portal on the front end to capture it and supporting various roles. In other words, you could have a a stakeholder or an agent capture applications on behalf of someone else and then managing the process and integration which is also a big one integration with various other government entities to cut to collect information and uh, and verify validity of information in the next episode anthony talks about the future focus for aztec why crm fits very neatly between basic tools and large developments and how a crm system can evolve as a customer's central business system rather than just buying more new tools You've been listening to Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. 